Hello and welcome to episode two of the Tap HR podcast. I'm Trish Hewitt, owner of Tap HR, and I'm really pleased to be recording episode two of our fabulous podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you do subscribe. We'll, we are available on all of the standard podcast provider platforms, um, and I'll be covering some really key and hopefully really useful HR topics. So before we start, just as a reminder, uh, we have an imposter syndrome webinar taking place on the 1st of July with the fabulous Anita Ascot Brooks. It's 4pm till 5pm and we'll be covering techniques on managing your inner saboteur and we'd love it if you could join us. So if you're interested, make sure you visit www.taphr.co.uk to book yourself a place. So this podcast is on the four day working week and I'm pretty sure you'll have heard a lot about it in the press. So I wanted to try and just bring together some of the key points that might be useful for all of you to know. So within this podcast, I'll cover off what is the four day working week. Think about if you are considering implementing the four day working week within your organisation. So what is it that we're talking about? I think the easiest thing to start off with is kind of what the four day working week isn't because it helps clarify what it is. So when we're talking about the four day working week, we're not saying that we want to compress five days worth of work and five days worth of hours into four days. We're looking to reduce the working week down completely. So if we were to move to a four day working week, people would be working 32 hours. And the idea is that in doing that, you don't drop any productivity. Um, so the UK in itself has some of the longest working hours in Europe, but we're actually, um, well, according to research anyway, less productive than other countries who have shorter working hours. Um, so it, it's really about reducing the working week down, but making sure that you keep productivity. So as of the 6th of June, 3,300 people across 70 companies in the UK will trial the four-day working week. And what this means is they'll be working 80% of their normal hours, but they'll still be getting paid at their 100% rate. So the whole premise is about working smarter and not working harder. So think about your working week. How many meetings do you attend, whether that's face-to-face or virtually, where you just don't feel like you need to be there? How many times do you feel like you're repeating yourself within different formats or through different meetings? How many emails are you CC'd on that you don't really need to be? If you were able to cut out all of that, all of that kind of non-productive fluffy stuff and just focus on productivity, would you be able to do four days in a week as opposed to five? I think that's the question that the four-day working week trial is, in theory, trying to answer. If we were to work smarter and be more productive, could we do less hours? So why even consider the four-day working week? Well, trials have been going on for quite a while, actually, of um, of this four-day working pattern. And the UK is a little bit late to the party, to be honest. There have been trials in um, Iceland, New Zealand, Scotland and the USA. And the results that have come back have generally been pretty positive. So those who have undertaken the four-day working week I've seen increases in, in employee productivity, uh, improved employee well-being, and that's included a massive reduction in stress and employee burnout. Obviously, candidate attraction. Uh, so 63% of those who have taken part in trials have said that it was much easier to attract candidates to their business. And I can see why. If candidates are looking at either working four days or five days, but still getting paid the same amount, why wouldn't they join your company? Um, increased work-life balance and better gender equality. So quite a few researchers have talked about how if we were to reduce the working week down for everyone, actually that would mean that some parents would be able to split the childcare of their children between the two of them as opposed to it always or more traditionally being something that potentially the the female in the family would do. 
Another benefit is also an environmental one. So if we are to reduce our working weeks down and we're all not commuting or not um, making quick decisions about how we get to work and things related to work, then actually we could probably help with reducing our carbon footprint. So the trial in Iceland was extremely positive. They saw some of those benefits that I've talked about, reduced stress and burnout, uh, no drop in productivity and a dramatic increase in people's well-being. And the trial in Iceland was so successful that 86% of workers in Iceland are now either eligible for, if they're not already on, um, shorter working schedules. So a big part of this is reframing how we think about work. If you're in an organisation that is kind of, I would describe it, a clock watcher, is this approach actually going to work? You really need to think about what companies this would work for and the way that we work. And I think there's a a really quite funny um, TikTok sketch. Yes, I love TikTok. I waste hours of my time watching it, but there's quite a funny (laughs) TikTok sketch um, with an interesting message, really. And it's one where HR come into an office. They've got people who are being really unproductive. They're overworked. They're exhausted. And the HR person comes in to talk about how they're going to make it better. And they all ask for things like reduced workloads, longer breaks, (laughs) being able to take time out. And the HR person says, oh, no, no, we'll just let you do yoga in your lunch break um, and we won't allow you to get any food while you go off your lunch break. Now, whilst that's a slightly funny anecdote, I think it does go to my point of you need to rethink the way that you you think about work in general if you're going to look about look at introducing a four day working week. But also from an engagement perspective, if you're going to think about how you keep your staff. So whilst there's loads of benefits of the four day working week, there are obviously also some potential pitfalls. Whether or not this is going to be cost effective for every single business, you know, it, it, that really depends. Um, and I think for me, the big thing, and it's not, it is a pitfall, but also I think it's just something to consider if you are looking to put in a four day working week, is that one size doesn't fit all. It just doesn't. How are we going to be able to say that everyone has to work a four day working week and how are we going to make that work as a blanket principle in the UK? I think particularly if you're in a company where you have some people who would be eligible for a four day week working week and some people where it just wouldn't be people or roles even where it just wouldn't be practical. You're also going to need to think about the rub that that causes in terms of those people in the business who aren't going to be eligible for that four day working week. It needs to have the right support the right tech Um, and I suppose if you have got people who are already kind of disengaged and being um, pushed away in the way that we're working now and the way that the world is having them in the workplace or working less is probably going to push them further away although to caveat that I would say if you've got people who are feeling disengaged you probably need to deal with that um, way before thinking about kind of a four-day working week. And equally, if people have got really heavy workloads and they're really struggling to be able to do what they need to do, if you suddenly chop a day off, that's not necessarily going to help them. But again, you need to be having a look at why they've got really heavy workloads. And equally, and I suppose how you deal with this as a business is up to you, but what your customer and client reaction would be to you changing to a four-day working week. Do you serve a customer base that would be okay with you doing this? And I suppose going back to that cost-effective piece, are you going to be able to do it because you know, is that in itself going to have an impact on your customers? So is the four day working week for everyone? In my humble opinion, and I would stress that it's just my opinion, I don't think it works for everyone, but I can see how it could work for some businesses and quite a lot of businesses out there. And I think businesses are just going to have to take that call and decide whether or not it works for them and not feel kind of vilified if it doesn't. But if it does work for you, fabulous, amazing. There's loads of benefit benefits that come with it. 
Um, what I would say, and I guess what my advice would be, is don't dismiss the four-day working week. If you always do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got, right? And the world in itself is changing and the way that we see work is, is changing too. So I think don't just dismiss it. Don't think that it's so wacky and so out there that you can't do it, but take that time as a business to consider whether or not it's something that you can implement. There's a really um, fabulous TED talk by um, Andrew Barnes where he talks about how he introduced a four day working week in his business. And I really loved his take on that. And that actually he pushed it to his employees and said, look, I'm happy to gift you with an extra one day's one day off and have this four-day working week but you tell me how you're going to make this work and how you're going to make it happen and I really love that approach it's not the approach of just saying oh no you know at the top we've just decided it's a no it's a, okay come on employees how are you going to make this work for us and obviously it's within a business where that is practical for him to do that and I really love that approach so what things do you need to consider if you're thinking about moving to a four-day working week so if you're changing to this way of working, it's a change of focus. So you're going to be looking at productivity and the results that you get and not clock watching. So I think you've got to be really honest with yourself as a business that if you're kind of a bit old school in that respect and you're, you're tracking people's time and watching when they're back from lunch, is this going to be something for you to do? And if it is, you're going to need to change that that stance and that way that you work. I think for me, the easiest thing to do for businesses or, well, at least the not the easiest, but the best thing to do if you're thinking about doing this is to run a trial. Pick a small group of people within your business, run a trial and see how it goes. Just because you're running a trial doesn't mean you have to be set in stone, doesn't mean you have to go for it, but you can see whether or not all this fabulous stuff that people are saying in terms of the benefits of having this four-day week working week can actually be beneficial to you as a business. And then at least if it is something that isn't for you, you've tried it and you're able to evidence that to your employees. But also think about the amazing stuff that could happen if you trial it and it does actually work. It would be fab. And from a, a practical point of view, I'm a HR person um, through and through. Uh, if you are going to be implementing a four day working week, just think about the impacts in terms of things like contracts. Um, also things like holiday. If you're reducing down the working week, that does reduce down the person's holiday entitlement. Um, and equally, if you're going to be making a change such as this, this nature you're going to need to think about one consulting with employees and also what those contractual changes would look like so make sure that you get the relevant kind of HR and legal advice if this is something that you're wanting to do and I think my other piece of advice would just be keep an open mind you know things like this have come along in the past I think um, famously Henry Ford changed from his factory working six days to five days and I'm sure at the time people thought he was absolutely nuts and couldn't understand why he was doing it so just keep an open mind because the world of work is changing and actually as a business and organization do you really want to be left behind particularly where we've got this war for talent and people leaving companies in the great resignation and understanding a hell of a lot more about their their well-being if you as an organization are able to offer a four-day working week that makes you so much more attractive than that company down the road who's constantly clock watching and doesn't give a stuff about people's well-being and their um their health so my tips would be if you're able to um run a trial but just have a think about how that can work for you as a business and don't be afraid of it keep an open mind if you're deciding or thinking about going into a four-day working week and you want some help and advice, obviously myself and the team at TapHR are here. So feel free to get in touch at um, hi there at tapHR.co.uk. Have a look at our website, which is www.tapHR.co.uk. And also feel free to follow us on all the social media channels. We're on all of them. Um, and we'd love to have you as a follower.
So thank you so much for listening to this really short overview of the four day working week. I hope it was really helpful. If there are any particular topics that you would like myself or any of the team to cover, then please do get in contact. As I say, you can email us at hi there at taphr.co.uk. So any information in this podcast is for general guidance only. Always seek your own legal advice. See full terms at www.taphr.co.uk forward slash tap hyphen HR hyphen podcast hyphen terms.